Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting, and welcome to our channel today. I appreciate y'all being here. And if you're new to the channel, if you're finding us for that very first time, you know, welcome. It's good to have you. And as a quick reminder to all, you know, my focus, my mission here in the channel is I want to be able to provide as much information as I can to as many people as I can across all regions. And the best way I can do that is when you choose to subscribe, when you choose to like the videos, when you choose to comment, when you choose to share the information. So if you've not yet done so, take a moment, subscribe, hit that like button, share the information. Love to hear, for you, uh, hear from you uh, in the comment section uh, below. And then if for additional ways to uh, learn more about me, learn more about my company, and how we can help take your business to that next level, you know, please check out those links below. And so with all that said, let's get into our topic today. And our topic is how to break a gym sales record. How to break a gym sales record. Okay. And, you know, we used to work with a client. And uh, one of the things that she would do every month, she would circle a particular date on a calendar. And that was going to be their record day. So every month she was trying to have a record day. Okay. And you can do the record day. You can do those kind of things. Or you can do, you know, a record month. And I, mean, I like the record month. And one should lead to the other. But I like the idea of that record month. Do you know what a record month is? You know, for your facility, what is it? And how can you break that record? So I want to give you five things to think about on how to break a gym sales record. Number one, be prepared to change. Now, if you're struggling or you're kind of stuck in mediocrity, of course, be prepared to change. But even if you're doing well, be prepared to change because the truth is, if you keep doing what you're already doing, even if it's good, if you keep doing what you're already doing, you're going to keep getting what you're already getting. If you want to break a record, you want to go to that next level, you're going to have to change. Okay, so be prepared to change. And some of that, you know, might require us kind of stepping out of our comfort zone a little bit. Okay, but be prepared to change. Number two, research best practices. And, you know, first thing I would suggest, you can use this channel. You know, here's a great way to do that. Uh, I think we probably have maybe over 1,300 how-to videos on here by now. This is a great resource for you to really learn best practices. If you're an individual salesperson, if you're a sales manager, if you're an operator of a gym, this would be a great place to grab that information. I know when I first started um, as, a, as a manager, I got, I'd gotten promoted, and I got promoted like many people do because I was good in sales. Didn't mean, it didn't mean I knew anything about sales management, and, and I didn't, okay? And I wanted to do well. I wanted to break records, but I had no idea how to do it and research best practices. And I think every Friday, you know, I'd get, get off work at the club. I'd go to the local bookstore, and I'd buy a book, and I'd read it. I'd read it over the weekend. I started implementing it next week, okay? But research best practices. What's best practices for retention? Check the channel here. We have videos on retention. What's the best practice for being able to get more people to enroll when they come in? Check the channel for that. How about second sale? How to increase personal training? Check the channel. How about selling retail? Okay, there's a lot of things we can do in there. So research best practices on how to do this. Uh, number three, measure your behavior measure your behavior. You're going to have to measure all this. We just can't say we want to break sales record. Okay. A, what's the number? Okay. I want to do 300 sales this month, maybe. Okay. What's the number? And then the action plan to do that, what are we going to have to do? Each salesperson is going to have to uh, collect 
what, 10, 10 new leads per day. We're going to have to make 100 outbound calls per person per day. If you're big box and have plenty of leads, that might be a number. If you're smaller, you scale it down. Uh, we need to make between 20 and 30 contacts per day. We need to book between six and eight new appointments per day, have two to three resets per day. So we got 10, 11, 12 appointments every day. We got half of them showing up. We got half of them buying. Percentages might be a little higher. Okay. We've got, you know, 20% of our customers are buying PT at point of sale. I mean, you want to measure all of this. You know, what is, how many call, phone inquiries are you getting a day? What is your set percentage? What is your show percentage? You know, know your numbers, measure this. And one of the other things I would plug in there with that, measuring the behavior, because this, this is a big thing that gets missed a lot, is you want to manage based on your objective. So just using the sales number, let's just use that same number I just gave you, 300, is every day, here's how many sales we made today, here's how many sales we have month to date, here's our projection, here's our goal. Okay, our goal is 300, we're projecting 250. Well, we want to manage based on these objectives. So if I'm projecting 250, the goal is 300, I need to do something here in the next couple of days to get those projections up. We need to make those decisions. You can't just wait and wait and wait because it won't magically appear. You have to manage based on these objectives, make decisions, you know, based on these objectives. Uh, number four, keep evolving. You want to break a sales record. Okay, you have to keep evolving. Okay, you, you've got to keep growing. There's a change. I mean, you, you should look back and a, a year, you know, a year past and should be, you know, somewhat different than, than what you're doing now. Okay, but the, the best way I have found to kind of keep evolving, and this is something we do with, with every meeting that we have, every conference call that we have, is we simply ask these two questions Hey, what's working well and what's not? And if it's working well, we want to make sure we continue to do it. Okay, that's one of the big reasons we ask it is we want to make sure we keep doing it because it, it's amazing how many clubs we go into and we talk to, to operators and we ask them, hey, what was the best month you ever had? And they tell us and, well, any reason we can't start doing some of that stuff again? And the answer typically is, well, no, we can do that. I'm not real sure why we got away from it. And part of the reason we get away from it, we don't really look at it every day. Okay, we don't keep it at top of mind. So what's working well? Let's make sure we keep doing it. What's not working? Let's make sure we get it fixed. We don't want the same thing to be not working over and over because if that happens, either we're not addressing it or certainly we're not addressing it properly. So you want to keep evolving here and um, you know, asking yourself, you know, what's working well and what's not. And number five, don't stop. Okay, you break the record. Okay, great. Keep going. You want to break it again. What you don't want to be is a one-hit wonder. Don't be a one-hit wonder. You know, keep going. I mean, there's many companies, many of your larger companies, you know, as you as an operator, you as a, a manager, a GM or a sales manager, you're hitting quotas, you're hitting the numbers. Those, numbers, those quotas aren't going to stay the same. They're going to keep going up because you can't stop. Because the truth is you either get better or you get worse. It's just the nature of it. Okay, so don't stop. Don't become a one-hit wonder. Make prepare to change, and this this is a constant thing. We're always doing this. Okay, 
research best practices. What are best practices? And, you know, sometimes best practices can change. I mean, I'll give you one, you know, years back, you know, if you go back and read some of the older sales materials, you know, you'll see people talking about spend as much time as you can with a customer. Spend as much time. I mean, I had folks tell me, oh, Jim, spend an hour with them. We would n never do that today. You know, basically today it's about 20 minutes, okay, from beginning to end. Okay, because selling today is, is fast, quick, easy, friendly. You know, it's changed. And so we have to continually research, you know, best practices. You know, measure your behavior. You know, let me give you a quick example on this measuring your behavior thing and how powerful this is. We had, we had a club one time, a client club. It's an older club, and we had some challenges recruiting there just because it was older and, you know, needed a lot of improvements. And we had a gentleman that wanted to go to work there. He had zero background at this. Okay. He simply told me, he said, Jim, whatever you tell me to do, I'll do it. And so I took that to the owner. I said, well, we've gone through the whole process. Good guy. You know, a lot of good, you know, a lot of good skill sets, no background in the industry. Here's what he said. You know, you want to give him a shot. And we chose to. And what I told him to do was this. And I'll kind of give you this, the simplified version. We had a daily productivity report that would track um, you know how many uh, how many outbound calls we made every day. It would track uh, how many people we contacted, how many appointments we made. Uh, it would track all of our numbers, what our quotas were, numbers for the day, projections. You know things that we did. You know we'd get all that. It would talk about you know prospecting for the day, and then what what we do well and what we not do so well. So it was, a, it was a pretty comprehensive daily report that he would use with all of his staff, and he would use himself. And when he first started, he used that thing perfectly. He would turn those things in, and they were just perfect. And his numbers just skyrocketed, did really well. And I, I remember the owner and I sitting around talking, thinking, well, heck, this might be a good strategy for the future and, and how we recruit. And then over time, his numbers started to decline, okay, to the point that he eventually left the company. And uh, I got the phone call, and they said he'd left. I said, well, can you send me all of those daily productivity reports that he was doing. Okay, let me see them. And they sent him over. I started going through all of them. And in those early days, man, he was just dead on. He was right on with it. But then as time went on, they started skipping some stuff. They weren't filling it out completely. And toward the end, they weren't using it all. It's easy to get complacent on this is my message. Okay, and you know, you want to fight that. You want to fight that, what I would call success apathy. Okay. So, you know, measure your behavior, you know, keep evolving, you know, what's working, what's not. Don't stop. Don't be a one-hit wonder. So, folks, again, my name is Jim Thomas. My company's Fitness Management and Consulting. Appreciate you being here at the channel today. And uh, to learn more about me, learn more about my company, you can check out those links below. Uh, if you've not yet done so, hit that subscribe button, and we'll look forward to seeing you all in that next video.